0: a lot a lot of bitcoiners are like well i'm not an engineer i'm not a programmer you know i my options are limited and I, I disagree on that if if you've got a passion and if you've got <laughs> the desire to to tackle what you find the most fascinating and interesting whether it be mining lightning wallets um i don't know i can think of many merch, <laughs> like 3d printing T-shirts, design, whatever, whatever you got, like you can, you can make, you can make something out of it.
1: Welcome to the Builders and Bitcoin podcast, a podcast about the people who bring Bitcoin to life. I'm your host, Rod, and I go by the handle Bitkite on Twitter. I'm grateful to have had a chance to chat with Nate, North Houston Bitcoin Club co-organizer and man of many hats at Voltage. In this episode, we discuss and dig into Nate's journey into Bitcoin and his role at Voltage, tips for maximizing the impact of your Lightning Node, why Nate started a second Houston-based meetup, and a lot more. I really enjoyed this conversation, and I hope you will too. So let's just jump right in.
0: Nate,
1: welcome to Nashville, Tennessee. How the heck are you?
0: I am great. I'm so happy to be here. It's a beautiful September day in Nashville at Bitcoin Park. I don't think I'd rather be anywhere
1: else. Oh, man. Thank you for the kind words. Is this your first time in Nashville?
0: I've uh, driven through. I've uh, did a sort of like a little Civil War tour down in Franklin, uh, but I've never been to like Nashville proper.
1: When was that? Two years
0: ago. No On way. a road trip.
1: Yeah. Oh, with friends? Family? Oh, yeah.
0: With, uh, my, with my wife. Yeah. Okay. Just my wife and I.
1: That's cool. Uh, I'm going to take that and uh, talk about that <laughs> off the record because I'm very interested in these type of historical tours, especially around uh, Nashville and the greater There's Nashville area. There's a lot area. of history here. Oh, man. It's yeah, insane. For sure. And now I've—I'm uh, going to uh, dox myself a little bit, but I have three kids. Ever mm. since we chatted, I think I back in the day, I'd maybe the first kid was born. Uh, now I have three and the fourth on the way. Damn. So, yeah, damn is right, <laughs> Damn is right. Um, I mean,
0: I've still just got the one. Oh, really? So. Okay.
1: Rock on. Hey, you know, one's better than zero, I think. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back to Nashville. Uh, and I told you I was not trying to blow smoke up your, you know what, when I said you're one of the most, the guests, on especially the Builders in Bitcoin podcast, which I'm focused on uh, helping tell the stories of folks that are bringing Bitcoin to life. And I've been following you on Twitter. We've had some Twitter DMs. And you are one of those people. Um, and I want to start with talking about your story. And then I want to th- selfishly get into the thing I want to talk about the most, which I'm going to table that for those folks so they listen to the podcast and they'll we'll, uh, hear about it later on. But you have not – you've only been working in Bitcoin now how many years? One. One year.
0: We just crossed the one year like a week ago
1: congratulations. And we also, he's also known as Nate from voltage among a number, a number of different <laughs> things. Um, but you've been in Bitcoin for a number of years. Uh, and so I, I, for those folks that are, you know, working regular jobs that are always thinking about, Hey, I want to go in, and tap into and work at a Bitcoin focused company. Um, can you share your experience in that whole process?
0: Sure. I, uh, it's it's really amazing trying to think back on it. So uh, I, I worked in aviation airline operations for almost seven years. And that was my first big break out of college. And I knew about Bitcoin. I watched Bitcoin. I never got to buy any Bitcoin because I was did not have the money to buy Bitcoin until, you know, sort of my big break sort of. But when that happened, that's when Mt. Gox happened. And then I went back on the fence and watched a little bit, and I told myself, you know what? I think uh, I think if Bitcoin recovers from this, we'll we'll really really dive in. And so I didn't dive in like right after that. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I waited a little bit longer than I should have, but I eventually uh, started stacking Sats and learning uh, as much as I could.
1: Yeah, and and at the time I was working at a Bitcoin company, and you reached out and said, "Hey, is there are any opportunities or any tips?" and You know, I'm just an asshole, you know, and I didn't really engage (laughs) as uh, much as I should have, but you were super persistent and consistent across the board. And then I, I, I think you nailed this and I'll I'll let you take this, but you concentrated on lightning, right? And how how do you, do you think it's beneficial for folks that are looking to get into Bitcoin to concentrate in one area? Or do you think just to dabble in a lot of areas?
0: Yeah. So I knew about the Lightning Network, so this was in 2018. I was working as much overtime as possible and stacking as much stats as possible because I saw this as the opportunity in 2017 that I missed, like that whole year. But at the same time, I, I being obsessed with price just felt like a waste of time. I knew what was going to happen. I was already convicted, right? So what do I need to do? And it was run a node. Okay, went to Reddit. Whatever. I, I don't think I was. I was not on Twitter actually. And I forget exactly who pointed it out, but I learned about the Staticus Raspberry Bolt, which uh, caught my attention because it had a Bitcoin node, which is what I wanted at the time, but also had this thing called the Lightning Network on it, too. And I was like, great, I get to have both. This sounds yeah. fantastic. <laughs> and this was before my node and Umbral and, and those really cool user-friendly things now. And Staticus wrote this really amazing guide. Uh, with screenshots, little videos, and all the commands you need to type into your Linux terminal on your Raspberry Pi to not only install the nodes and stuff, but how to configure your firewall, how to configure your network. And I had no idea what I was doing. That was my first experience with Linux. And I had to reformat that Raspberry Pi probably like five times because I reached a point where I'm like, what I typed in isn't showing what it should show. And I have no idea how to do it right. So I was just like, okay, restart. Yeah. Do it again. And eventually I got it working. And that was my first node. And I joined the LND Slack, asked a bunch of questions there. The devs at Lightning Labs were really excited for people, you know, running their software when it was basically brand new in late 2018. And um yeah, and it was all command line. I remember attaching the um Willow Burn came out with the jewel extension. That's right. And for the first time i could actually see and it was like a user interface for the node and up till then it like for a few months i was just doing command line right and command line's magical like i bought the stickers off of the blockstream store like that was the first time me actually using the node uh but uh being able to see sort of like a wallet of it was just amazing and then uh and then i just started playing with everything i could find e- Eclair from async mm-hmm. uh all those sorts of things
1: yeah so by the way, just to paint a little bit of a picture, this is 2018. You're still working your uh, mm-hmm. job. You're working overtime. I remember this. But you're like, hey, man, sorry I didn't get back to you 36 hours later or something. You're like, I did two doubles or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it was something kind of crazy. And uh, kid, obviously. But
0: yeah, so the time frame's is a little bit weird on that. So like 2018, this was like 2019, like that Christmas, 2018 to 2019, yeah. sort of that Christmas. Uh, it wasn't until... March of 2021, that um, I had a bunch of free time. And I've learned a lot. And there's so many people on Twitter, I was on Twitter at that point, saying, I want to run a lightning node, I want to do this, I want to do this. And this is when Pleb Lab was starting. So I was on Clubhouse every night, uh, late nights with people, uh, because I was on night duty, because my baby, you know, was sleeping, I was in the other room, just talking to Bitcoiners all night about lightning and getting helping Pleb Lab with and D plus plus and Dusty and everyone from that from that group. Plubnet, you think? Plubnet, Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I did say Plublab, yeah, yeah. Plubnet. Uh, So, so yeah, so and then I was, uh, I also did the so on Calendly, which is this cool website where people can just book times with you and auto do like Google Meets or whatever said, hey, uh, on Twitter, I I must have had a few thousand followers on Twitter at this point. I was just kind of like, if anyone wants to like run a note or has questions, you know, I'm game to talk about it because I was so, my passion for it never went away. I just think it's the coolest thing that you can pay someone across the world instantly for less than a penny with no chargebacks and like all this stuff. Like it's just, just thinking about it now, it still just gets me like hyped up. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. So I wanted to help spread that knowledge.
1: It's pretty magical. But even backing up, like, to get to that, like, uh, knowledge base of becoming confident enough to create a calumny to say, hey, I think I'm confident enough to actually take this knowledge and teach others. You were working, you know, I I just want to – I want people Mm -hmm. to realize this. When they're working on, like, a a hard job and a lot of hours and they have family responsibilities, like, making that time and help me guide me on this, like, that one hour, two hours of just – digging in, chewing glass, like learning how to do the command line. Mm. Um, I got to give you kudos, man. That was proof of work in the sense that you took the time over those uh, year period of time or years and to get to that point so when the opportunity came and the tooling got better and then, you know, you can say, hey, I'll do lightning consulting for folks on their on their notes. And then how did that turn out?
0: I had a uh, – so, yeah, it was a period of probably seven or eight weeks – Maybe a little bit less than that, around that, until I had to go back to work. Cause I only did it when I had time off of work because my baby was born. Yep. And it it took off. I probably talked to over definitely over fifty people, probably not as many as a hundred. There was no real financial incentive. However, after each one, I emailed my BTC pay server donation link to people to say, Hey, you know, feel free to toss me some sats or yeah. whatever. And some people were actually really generous, which I really appreciated. And yeah, so and then I had to go back to work, and uh, it just kind of
1: the regular job, right? Yes, yep,
0: yeah. And uh, so I, I sort of, I still participated uh, in the uh, in the community and everything, mm-hmm. but the the consulting part kind of kind of fell off uh, after that, just because I couldn't keep up with it.
1: And then, how did you find Voltage?
0: Yeah, so I, so Graham, who's the CEO, you'll. <laughs> He's, he's got this funny little icon of like this cartoon baseball player okay. on his like Slack and all these things. Uh, it's from like this old video game or something where these little kids are playing baseball. But I always noticed him on the L&D Slack. I didn't know who it was, but he was always on there when I was on there talking. I never really actually don't think I conversed with him. But in August of 2021, he's been running Voltage uh, for almost a year. He did, you know, the first, like, this is real proof of work. He wanted to start a company, but he wanted to build out to make sure his idea worked first before going and hiring and doing all this stuff. So he was like, all right, you know what? People are using this, and I need a guy to do, like, education and support because I am so sick of answering emails, basically, and, you know, which is great. And so he... According to him, he tried to contact me. I didn't follow him on Twitter. He tried to contact me on Twitter, tried to contact me on all these avenues. And then I finally noticed like Big a timer
1: w- over here. Who yeah. Knows? I finally
0: noticed like a week later a DM on Slack on the L and D Slack where he was like, Yo, I'm trying to get a hold of you. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, what's up, man? He's like, I'll I give talk- you a job, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you got time to talk. I'm like, Yeah, sure. So we-, we talked uh and we talked and he offered, you know, offered me a job and um Bitcoin at that point, um, you know, freed my family enough financially that it was worth the career change risk, so to say. If I didn't have that financial um, safety net, I I couldn't have done it, you know. So I talked to my wife. I said, hey, we have this opportunity to, you know, unlock our geographical location, unlock just – so many different things that you could think of. And so she was like, she didn't even really hesitate. You know, I love my wife. So she was just like, yeah, let's do it. If you think you can do it, let's do it. And, and the rest is history.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And next great. thing you know, you move and you're starting a uh, Bitcoin meetup in your new city, huh?
0: Yeah. 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 We could get into that.
1: Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. We'll, we'll table that for... for So so for the folks that don't know, you're at now involved What is Voltage? Sure.
0: Great. Yeah. Uh, so Graham... Figured that there was a market for lightning nodes, maybe not immediately right now, but there's going to be a market for businesses that want to use lightning and have all the power of running a lightning node without all of the headaches of power outages, internet outages. Raspberry Pi, SD right. card burning You don't out. want an yeah. enterprise payment backend, whatever, uh blowing out because this tiny little fan got too much dust in it right so he he developed a way to uh, basically isolate node instances in a cloud-based infrastructure that is still non-custodial it's still client-side encrypted so even though voltage knows that uh, a node is running you don't know how what payments you're doing you don't know uh, what like the total capacity of the node you don't know which side owns that it's, it's just like, if you have, uh, you know, an, an, a node at home, like if you tell somebody what your pub key is, they can go to Amboss or something and see all your public channels and see what your total capacity and everything is. But, uh, but you can't see your payments or what you're doing with it. So, yeah. So, and we've been building and growing ever since. So I guess that's the quick rundown.
1: Heck yeah. And so your role there is education and support.
0: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you hired me to write articles, do some uh, educational stuff, uh, load, um, build out the uh, documents, the the documentations of guides and things. So, like, I wrote out a Thunderhub guide, BTC pay server guide, um, just quick start guides to because diving in. uh, So we run a BTC pay server is also an option on voltage. Uh, So just writing out these guides, uh, some articles. And then um, also uh, building out our sort of support desk ticketing system, which I, uh, I'm still solely responsible for, wow. but it's still a lot of fun. Yeah. I get to talk to people all over the world, people that are like, hey, I want to run a lightning node because I want to sell these, I don't know, dresses that I'm making and, or, or to like other countries, but it's really, really hard. I want to do Bitcoin, you know, help me get set up. You know, I do a lot of those kind of calls.
1: Uh, random. Wh- wh- that's a really cool business or uh, use case. What's another like crazy use case on a support
0: call or support ticket you've gotten uh, out of so, curiosity? No, that's – it's very interesting. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them are people that just want to know what we do and what we can offer. We do a lot of those kind of calls. But people that are already there, they're like, all right, how do I manage my channel? So we have Thunderhub built in, which is like the premier – Uh, node management software that the folks at Amboss have built out and that's been around for a while so we have that built into voltage so people say all right i got my voltage node now what do i do and you know it's like okay well here's the guides and stuff but like some people like just want this one-on-one sort of like let's talk about it and the thing about running a lightning node is people can run a lightning node for many different reasons people could run it because they are traveling a lot and they actually want to just spend out of their own node without having to worry about their Raspberry Pi at home base being shut down. Some people want to run it in emergent capacity. Some people want to run full blown routing nodes with their company as their alias for a marketing uh, thing. Uh, so I talked to people about all those different sort of uh, use cases with, with their nodes. And some people just want to uh, run it for, uh, there might be developers testing out apps uh, and, and, Integrating with a voltage lightning node is much less of a headache than trying to integrate with one that you're running on, you know, a, a hardware that you run. Because we give you all the API, you have still have all the API access. You still have everything that you would do as if you're running your own node. So it's just less of a headache for developers too.
1: Yeah, I want to just close on this because I'm just from a business side, I'm curious. Like how do you guys make money then?
0: Yeah, So, uh, so a couple different ways. We have our... Uh, so the lightning nodes themselves, we charge per hour, <laughs> which is really, really cool. It's like a credit based system, meaning that you basically load up your account and then it just slowly ticks away every hour. This is cool because if a dev wants to just spool up a node for a couple hours or you want to do like a quick crowdfund, like a blitz crowdfund or something, you could just pull up a node and then shut it down. And then that's like four cents an hour, which comes out to like $35 a month, Uh BTC pay server, but what we're really trying to do is uh, help the enterprises develop Lightning infrastructure. If not a lot of Bitcoiners are on LinkedIn, but there's a couple of people that are. I'm not one of them, but there are there are enterprise executives of industries that Lightning is on their radar and really and they are finding voltage. And we are talking to these people, it's still early talks, and I can't really mention any specifics but it's some of the people that we talked to are is amazing so far so we are lightning network is on the radar out there I, I i've seen it myself
1: yeah i i firmly believe this which is you look at the top 500 or the fortune 500 companies right i think there is a bitcoiner at every single at least one bitcoiner at each one of those companies and that person, whether they're in the mailroom or a C-suite executive, is just constantly chirping. Yep. and like, hey, come to this meetup. Or, uh, hey, we should, why are we adopting the Lightning Network? Why aren't we mining with all this power we have? <laughs> and, you know, why aren't we mining?
0: So to, to, to bring that point home, though, about how do we make money, uh, a lot of it is actually coming from uh, our – we have a professional node set up where you get a Bitcoin core node, a Lightning node. And that's a lot more uh, because of the data involved. Plus, we have uh, corporate training, which I do, if a company wants me to train one of their employees to manage the node. And we also have something called professional services, which is if they just want us to do it for them, they sign a contract. And now, uh, whatever their goal is, uh, it's basically just me at this point manages that. And and we charge a quite a bit per hour for that service but Great. depending on the enterprise they don't want to spend money on training people or hiring people so uh but the thing is that's that's a temporary thing of uh, voltage's long-term business is automation and mm-hmm. we are developing proprietary tools that are really really going to help uh liquidity automation here soon so stay tuned for that we announced uh, a couple things in miami this year that's going to be sort of phase one of that we also started this uh you get a 500,000 sats of inbound liquidity just for starting a node with us. Really? Uh, and it's really cool because it's just a one-button thing. You just start up a node and you click, hey, you want 500,000 500, sat inbound? Sure, click the button and you get that, which is really, really great because your node isn't seen on the network until you have a channel open, so why not get you that channel right yeah. at the beginning? And there's no
1: cost associated with that. It's just as right. part of the subscription or whatever. It, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so going back to the LinkedIn side and going back to the enterprise side, mm-hmm. and, and so... Great explanation of the business model. I do, I I think you're spot on. I think the tooling, and I've done now, like, you're the fourth podcast since there's so many great people in town. Mm -hmm. Um, The tooling has gotten so much better since when we were, remember the lightning torch back in Mm -hmm. 2017, 2018? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when we, you, 90 plus percent of the folks were doing command line. I think Mm Wallet Satoshi was the only mobile, uh, App at the time and maybe they were there maybe blue wallet it was and i'm mixing yeah up. for
0: custodial i think so yeah like i know eclair was around but yeah
1: but anyways i digress because like it, to, to fast forward to today and all the options to today if you told mm-hmm. rod and nate like you know three four years ago that like literally you just go in the app store and you download a it's called a bitcoin wallet you know you don't really uh, they don't really bifurcate or you bifurcate a little bit between bitcoin and lightning but it's pretty st- seamless-ish for the most part when you're using a moon or even a blue wallet or, uh right. you know, and even strike to a degree, even though that's full custodial KYC. Um, I say all that is because I I truly believe these companies are the like another pillar that's just going to – or another domino that's just going to fall down. And you're going to see whether it is NCR that truly turns on uh, and accepts Bitcoin or uh, at the point-of-sale system or you see a yeah. business that has a business incentive to – Run a voltage node and uh, start accepting Bitcoin via the Lightning Network and, and so on. Um, I see this sooner than later. I'm just and I'm not going to ask you if you're going to see for your thoughts because you you have much more information than I do. But um, I think when you're you blink twice if a big <laughs> Fortune 500 company is going to be accepting Lightning in the next uh, one month. Uh,
0: I I. I the, it, there's a possibility but i i i cannot confirm that nor deny but i i um yeah
1: all good so <laughs> so one area so you're doing the consulting side and uh um which is great and i so i want to go either two two areas uh definitely want to touch on um one is on the bitcoin park side here if we were starting up a node but before i go there um one area that I'm fascinated by and uh, you uh, tweet a lot or a good amount about this and I feel like I don't know who else is tweeting much about this but yield on lightning and I don't know if that's okay. the right way of explaining it sure, um, or phrasing it up but you're a big proponent of earning uh, on lightning and then maybe share your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. I like, no, example, let me there's actually, to start uh, yeah to, let, me,
1: let me tee yeah. it up even a little bit more because one of the areas where you know I'm I'm uh, I love Bitcoin mining do this podcast yep. work here at Bitcoin park uh, do a number of other things in Bitcoin time capital reputation all in on Bitcoin one of the things that I talk like one of my new friends asked me about is like well mm-hmm. how do I how could I earn interest or yield on my Bitcoin I'm like no you just Buy and hold Bitcoin. There's a finite amount of Bitcoin as part of your portfolio or your investment strategy. That's what you do. Yet, if you follow you on Twitter, you are like, hey, you can actually earn interest or yield on Mm -hmm. your Bitcoin in a safe-ish manner by utilizing the Lightning Network.
0: Right. So, yeah. So, one of the core incentive components of running a Lightning node and the Lightning Network in general is that the node the node runners are trying to route other people's payments. And this is an open market because the folks trying to make the payments, they don't want to pay a lot of fees. But at the same time, so the Lightning Network uses hops, right? So like a channel hop system. So you don't have to have a channel to the person you're paying as long as you have a route to them, which the Lightning Network figures out. Every hop gets to decide if they want to take a little bit off the top for the – service of forwarding that payment along the network and a payment could have multiple options to get to the final destination and through a series of protocol parameters it's kind of complicated or whatever you could define your own route if you want to but just the automation component it's going to try to find the most um, reliable historically proficient and cheapest route and fastest route to the final destination so one of the big challenges at the beginning of uh, and i mean still now if you're trying to do this but is How do I run the node that is forwarding the most payments so I can earn the most uh, uh, fees, routing fees? And it's really hard because it's really, really competitive. And a lot of the, a lot of folks back in the day, what we did was we would open up really big channels to final destinations, such as big merchants like BitRefill or the loop node from Lightning Labs and put like more than half a percent fee on it, which is actually a lot because a lot of folks were using these services. So if you point your liquidity towards where the the network wants to go, you can charge a premium for this. Well, everyone, you know, picked up on this and drove the fee market down on a lot of these places. So the f- trying to find your little niche that no one else knows about to direct uh, liquidity is really, 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 really hard. So um, a couple years ago, Lightning Labs came out with Lightning Pool, which is a blind auction for folks who want to, who have liquidity on their Lightning node. And because their node is operating really well, it's well connected, has good uptime, good history, and stuff. That's a channel from that node is going to have more value than a node that just has like three channels and started a month ago. You know, uh, as a merchant, you don't want a channel from that bad node, you want a channel from the good one. So why not pay for it then, right? So this marketplace is really cool. So like if you want to sell the liquidity, meaning, you know, pay me and I'll open up a channel to you for a, a time frame, pay me this much percent and it is what it is. And then the person trying to buy it, they would put in their offer. And the thing about, Lightning Pool is it was a it's a blind marketplace, so you can't you don't know who you're going to get a channel from. You're relying on Lightning Labs sort of ranking information to determine if.
1: Is this the boss score?
0: Yeah, basically that's how it started, but yeah, uh, which is still around, but uh, and actually still pretty useful. Uh, but yeah, so I I use that a lot. It was really really popular. I think when it came out, I think there was a lot of volume. Um, but recently, our Good friend Tony at Amboss, who's a complete wizard, and uh, Justifer built out this thing called Magma, which allows any implementation. You could be running Core Lightning, you could be running l whatever, to offer liquidity uh, in the same way, but it's more of a shopping experience now. So if you're looking to buy liquidity, you can go look at the offer board and filter it out. You can say, I only want to pay this amount. I want this. I want, you know, five million sets. And I only want to pay this, you know, whatever. And then it'll show you. And then you could be like, cool, I will buy from them. And then there's this really, in my opinion, really intuitive way to these HODL invoices. So uh, it's really, really cool. So like you put up an order. So if you're selling, you'd say, I've got a whole Bitcoin. I will sell channels in 5 to 20 million increments for 0.03% for 30 days, right? And you just put it out there. You attach your Telegram to this service, Mm -hmm. and when somebody clicks buy on that, you get a Telegram alert saying, hey, someone wants to buy an x size channel from you. Cool. That tells you to get back on the Amboss site and um, upload an invoice for the fee amount for that channel. You do that. Then they get an alert. That they pay the invoice, and then you get a thing saying, cool, the invoice is paid, open up that channel now. You open up the channel to them, and then you paste in the TX ID, the transaction ID of that channel open to Amboss, so they can monitor it. And then after that is uh, confirmed, and the channel ID is confirmed, they release the the fee uh, that was paid uh I'm pretty sure that's how it works. If I was, like, I'm, like, 90% sure. Dang. But I've done this a bunch, but, like, trying to run it through with my head. Anyway, it's, like, this little back-and-forth process, and then, boom, the channel's open. And the thing is, too, is uh, Amboss monitors the channel. It's throughout. like an escrow account.
1: Right. The yeah, HODL invoices
0: yeah. are like that. Yep. And then uh, the, uh, they monitor it for that time frame that you promise. And also you promise not to raise your fees above a point. Hmm. And this is all public information that Amboss can monitor. Anybody can monitor because if you change your fees, you gossip that to the rest of the network. So they're monitoring that. And if you mess up, if you say, I promise not to go above uh, 0.01% and you put it up to 0.02, you're instantly, not instantly, but you're pretty quickly, you're going to get a Telegram message that says, hey, you better turn that back or you're going to be nicked on the AMBOSS like user, not user, but like reputation. Yep. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. And that that whole marketplace has been hopping. And it's... Uh, So basically, if you want to sell on these marketplaces, though, you have to build out a node that has decent balance, node balance Mm -hmm. of inbound and outbound. Because if you're a node with just three channels and you want to sell some sell some channels, people aren't going to buy any channels from you.
1: What would you say is a decent balance for? And I think yeah. And by the way, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you were saying something like, "I can earn one percent on Lightning," or did you? Did I'm so
0: the it? average APR last time I checked on Magma was around three percent. Now, Tom,
1: let's get that note set up. Let's go. But the but the, right, take good notes. Here. But
0: just keep the keep in mind that a lot of these contracts aren't for full years, right? So if you're only selling it for thirty days, you divide that three percent out by twelve, and that's what you're getting paid sure. for those thirty days. But that's still. uh Really, That's really, really APR interesting. In
1: general annual percentage rate. And
0: it, yeah, and if you're buying, uh, you get to see. You know, if you find a deal that you like, it'll say this node that you're looking at buying from has done 22 like successful contracts mm-hmm. or something. So you're like, awesome. So like when you're first try- starting out, it, it it may be a good idea to set your fee rates really really low to help build out that trust, right? And as you build that out, you could charge more of a premium over time because you're one of the Big sellers now, or the most trusted, respected sellers that don't have any any nicks in the you know in your promises or whatever. And what another cool thing is, Amber sort of gamifies it and gives you little tags. So if you're really cu- quick at fast responding, you'll get a little tag that says fastest <laughs> next year. Next year thing. So I love like, that. Uh, it's really cool.
1: So uh, real quick, one random question, and then I want to go into the Bitcoin Park side, which is zero fee routing. Any yeah, perspective on that. So. not to put you on the hot spot.
0: I've got, I've got a lot of thoughts. I think so. The zero fee routing concept is great um, because they're banking on doing, selling channels. So zero fee routing, the zero fee routing node has a website that you go to, to buy liquidity from them and you buy from them. It's like paying your fees upfront really. So it's not, it's zero fee routing, but it's not zero fee channels per se. So you buy the channel, you pay one flat fee, and then now all your routing through them doesn't—they don't charge anything. So they're instead of collecting routing fees, they're collecting fees from the channel uh, from the people that want channels from them. So depending on your incentives on that, um, you can you can go that route. I think it's a great idea. It's a good way to incentivize people to t- buy, buy channels from you.
1: So there is Nate then there was Nate from voltage and now let's just make uh, a new Nate and let's call him Nate from Bitcoin park mm. and Nate from Bitcoin park, you know, is here in Nashville, Tennessee or anywhere. Actually, doesn't need to be physically here. And we want to spin up our own node. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Stefan had a great, uh, podcast, um, with, um, uh, the different, uh, I think it was with Catan and saying like, you know, re- running a node, uh, on a Raspberry Pi, but it's just like not, uh, optimal. It's good for like just experimenting, but not for serious sure. stuff. So you're here at Bitcoin Park, Nate. We got a decent, inf- decent campus here, decent brand, uh, decent exposure. How would you go about spinning up a world-class node?
0: Yeah. Awesome. Um, just use voltage. Asking ask no, for just a friend. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> well, well so look. Let, let, okay. Yeah, I, I use understand.
1: voltage. Well, I'm cool. Like do that. But let's say we, we're spinning it up from uh, from scratch. Yeah.
0: So my first node was that Raspberry Pi, and it did not survive. Um, a story happened. I'm not going to say it, but um, <laughs> we I, love stories here I had the recovery thing set up. That's but, right. But the, the um, but there's still channels that still haven't been closed. That I can't trigger anymore because I did not save the static channel backup file. I only had the seed words. So I don't think I'm ever going to get back that. I think it was like seven or eight million sats, something like that. But that motivated me to, uh, I've been building computers since I was a teenager. Like I'm a big PC gamer and stuff. So I decided to build a micro ATX computer with like $500 worth of parts and put Ubuntu on it and... That became my node. So I would recommend something like that. Like build your own little mini ITX computer. It's really, really fun. Um, especially like the form factor. So it's like you buy a processor and the heat sink comes with this big fan, but the big fan doesn't fit into your case because you're trying to build this you know low form factor uh, computer. So you have to buy this other fan that's like thinner and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. But anyway, um, definitely don't do a Raspberry Pi. Definitely do at least an actual computer yep. uh, with uh, some sort of Linux distribution on it. And as far as strategy goes, uh, if you already have a brand of some kind, you're way ahead of someone who is trying to do it from scratch anonymously because you likely have some sort of following and you can say, hey, this is the Bitcoin Park node and we are going to be using this node. Like you got to give a little something on top. You say like we're going to be using this node to process payments for like drinks and stuff on our BTC pay server up in the lounge. So like if you open up a channel with us, you know, you'll Mm -hmm. you'll get some some traffic uh, that's a good way to get some inbound liquidity on that. And then uh, as far as providing liquidity back to the network uh, I mean, I, I, if you're going to do world-class I would shoot for at least 50 channels uh, centrality of over 90 percentile, which uh, centrality is, um, is sort of a new thing, but it's, it's a goal that is. So centrality is a percentile based metric that is, sort of your reach to the wider network and there are really really cool tools out there that say you open up 10 or 15 channels and you can run a tool that's spits out um there's one called lnd pi tools like lnd python tools which is a script where you could say show me um show me public keys out there that if i open up channels with them uh that uh i get like a really good reach to the network and it'll spit them out so you now you have like you have an easy way to just be like, okay, I'm gonna open a channel with them and stuff, rather than just throwing it out there randomly. So I, I teach people how to use that, and then you just you just build that out centrality and getting inbound, and then um, and then you climb the ranks slowly but surely. This
1: is what. I- Hustle and reputation are two words that um, come to mind when you're dis- uh, explaining all this stuff. The hustle in terms of following up with people and you know saying hey, let's open up a channel or maybe paying right. them to open up a channel and just doing that follow up and you know putting a list together and and keeping it. But then the reputation to keep the channel open and being online and being right. get the the badge of honor from Amboss of fastest and all these other things.
0: I want to I want to say too that for the plebs. For the normal folks listening that want to start a light, you know, don't think that you have to have a lot of capital to get started. I sure as heck didn't. And one of the really cool things about it is a lot of people are worried about channel rebalances and stuff. Don't even worry about any of that. Uh, I'd like to – you can have a low time preference routing node where you don't have to bootstrap the whole darn thing in a month. You can do it over a year. For example, you could just open up channels to nodes uh, to other peers And instead of like having to go to Magma to buy inbound liquidity or whatever, you can go to BitRefill and buy an Amazon gift card. And now you transfer that liquidity from your outbound to your inbound side. And now you have, now you're slowly going to get this inbound because you're actually spending some of this Bitcoin. You can spend and replace if you want to or whatever. But like once you get, I don't, I mean, maybe 10 to 15 channels with at least the ratio of at least 30% of it being inbound. I think that's good enough to go to Amboss and say, hey, you know, as as you need that outbound to like buy more stuff or whatever, say, hey, I, uh, you know, put up put up a sell order and um, and that's all you got to do. And it's all about time preference on that. So if, if there's the low time preference routing node is is definitely possible. So just wanted to give something for the uh, average Bitcoiner out there to just don't worry about like all this talk you hear about. Oh, I got to rebalance and blah, 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 blah. It's Yeah, it's not necessary
1: going back to just (laughs) our journey like you know classes like uh, i hate using the word class but like i just got into it and you know let's say 2017 2018 or whatever it was and again i'm so uh fascinated by the tooling that has uh uh, evolved since then Mm -hmm. and what you're saying from your experience being enlightening for so long and seeing where the tooling is now where it's going to be it's just like get in get your fingernails dirty you know and start doing it, which I actually am going to start doing it. I got it. I'm going to be dedicating even schedules kind of crazy, but I'm going to be dedicating time to actually doing this because I need to tinker and learn this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm decently, um, well-versed in the whole mining world, but going all the way back to finding a job in the space, I do think concentration is key. Finding areas that you right. really enjoy and really digging into. Cause I think you'll find, um, You'll find more happiness, especially if you go to a Bitcoin company, because the grass is always green at the other side. At the end of the day, it's work. At least enjoy the work, and you're learning something about the part of Bitcoin you love.
0: Yeah, and uh, to tack on to that, a lot a lot of Bitcoiners are like, "Well, I'm not an engineer, I'm not a programmer. You know, I'm, my options are limited." And I, I disagree on that. Um, if if you've got a passion, and if you've got i the desire to to tackle what you find the most fascinating and interesting whether it be mining lightning wallets um i don't know i can think of many merch like 3d printing t-shirts design whatever whatever you got like you can you can make you can make something out of it
1: i love that i do want to uh talk about the meetup because i do think the meetup people who start meetups are (laughs) some of the coolest people i've met in my life and it's also a rare breed like we just start a meetup so like um i don't think it's doxing you but you're now in the houston area Mm -hmm. right and you have the arguably the largest if not the second largest meetup uh al's lacrosse and parker do in houston to austin bit devs Mm -hmm. um but you decided to start another meetup in houston so i'm curious to know your thought process there
0: yeah, so uh, the the big Houston meetup is is really close to downtown. Houston's the fourth biggest city, I believe, in the country. So there's a, a lot of room <laughs> in that city. And oh. the uh, the the main Houston meetup is awesome. Parker and everybody do a great job. It's really mining and oil and gas focused, which is makes sense. It's Houston. It's Texas. It's oil country, which is awesome. Uh, but uh, you know I made a couple of friends there and a lot of us live uh, about 45 minutes to an hour north of of that venue oh. and we we wanted to make something a little bit more uh, learning about Bitcoin from the basics bring your friends bring your family bring your neighbors let's just go learn something uh, so I met uh, I made a couple of friends that live up near me at the Houston at the big Houston meetup they're just Bitcoiners, um, but nobody knows. They're not on Twitter or anything, but they're super smart people and stuff. And they're like, you know what? We need to get this thing going. So uh, we found out that the local library was open up to like nine on the weekdays, which is amazing. Oh. So we they have conference rooms. And How
1: awesome is that?
0: Yeah, it's it's great. They give you uh, the projection. You can have a microphone if you want. It's like 5 or $10 uh, plus your library card uh, to use it. So it's 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 amazing and I think uh we could fit like 40 or 50 people in there if we need to.
1: A actual public utility for good. I know, and that's thought? like the weird thing cuz
0: I'm <laughs> such a libertarian but I'm yeah. just like is it it's kind of funny because there's multiple uh, conference rooms and sometimes people stick their head in that aren't for ours. Like we have the little Bitcoin sign out the door, but they still stick their head in. And we're like, yeah, we're the Bitcoin group. Come in. And they're like, no, I'm looking for the social security meetup or something. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, uh, well, we're better than that, right? That's no, actually seriously, happened. come in. It's the same <laughs> yeah, thing. please you know? <laughs> come in. Come in. Uh, so we we do that for like an hour and then there's like a local pub after that. So we've been trying to grow that out and just – um Really, I uh, just want to. We usually have a topic uh, every time, so we talked about, like the very first one was why it's important to get your Bitcoin off the exchanges mm-hmm. and how to feel comfortable doing that. Your options of doing that, the difference between hard, uh, yeah, hot wallets, and cold hot wallets, wallets, and, cold wallets. Yeah. Or, and, uh, and then we did like people. I'm just thinking through my head, like what questions do people ask? Like, well, what do I do with it? So that was like another one. Well, you could go to you could do Bit Refill, you could do like all this really cool stuff with it. Um, how do I get paid in it? So we talked about strike and bit wage and these services and uh anyway and then you know whatever we want to talk about last night we talked about uh a mom brought her like 12 year old and they were just they just kind of like walked in and they were just kind of like we want to know about bitcoin and the kid was really smart asking really great questions we talked about lightning and stuff uh so that was really really fun so we're i'm definitely trying to build that out try to uh Get more people to come to what we're calling the North Houston Bitcoin Club.
1: The North Houston Bitcoin Club. Okay. Yeah. And you guys have a meetup page. What's that?
0: We do. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, we we'll yeah, put it in the show
1: notes too, for sure. Yep.
0: Yeah, so that's basically what it is on meetup.com too. Okay. And uh, yeah, we're there. We got a Telegram group and stuff too. But yeah.
1: We'll rock on, Nate. This has been such a pleasure. I've learned uh, quite a bit. Um, I listen to all the pods, but this is one of those where I'm going to listen and stop and take more notes. Uh, Tom's got two pages of notes right now. Um, so, uh, it, just some final thoughts or like where people can find you.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, I my my tag on uh, Twitter is Beef or Bacon. Exactly how it's said. So B E F O R B A C O N one was A one, I think. <laughs> the number one, the yep. number one because beef or bacon was taken. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I thought of that. I was just, it was years ago, anyway. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, so I'm on Twitter. I, my, my shit post ratio is probably 50 50. So
1: I think you've slowed down a little bit. I think you're more focused now.
0: Okay. And, yeah, I, I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I just wake up in the morning and I'm either it, super angry or super happy. What,
1: what's that meme? Uh, you wake up and you chose violence you know, <laughs> or
0: whatever it is. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I'm on there and uh, yeah, please, uh, please try out Voltage if you want to. We're at yep. Voltage.Cloud. Um, no KYC, non-custodial. Uh, you get $10 of free credit for signing up, so there's no reason not to just kind of check it out heck yeah uh
1: shout out to paul miller shout out to graham Mm -hmm. shout out to kim shout out to uh i think bobby yeah alex all these folks have rolled through bitcoin park and this is like another selfish thing it's like having like a dedicated space it's pretty cool to see the folks that just roll through so tonight at the meetup um which will be your first nashville meetup i'm excited for you to uh, see the uh, folks that you may be like oh we follow each other on Twitter and mm-hmm. you're here now which is pretty cool um, and I can't thank you enough for making the trip up from Houston away from your family and to spend time with us so thanks again uh, Nate and uh, we'll chat again soon man
0: thanks Rod. was great cheers hey everyone I hope
1: you enjoyed my conversation with Nate as much as I did Following your passion and leveraging your skill set like Nate has to help Bitcoin grow is definitely an example worth following. If you're enjoying the pod and want to auto-magically stay up to date, please like and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And make sure auto-download is on. This would also mean the world to me. So what else do I do in Bitcoin? I curate a morning email about Bitcoin at wakeupwithbitcoin.com. You can skim for 30 seconds or dig in for 30 minutes. The choice is yours and it's free, so consider joining. Lastly, come visit us in Nashville at Bitcoin Park. The Bitcoin community here in Nashville continues to grow and get stronger. We hinted at a number of events, workshops, and meetups. More to come on this, especially in 2023. So if you want to be the first to know, join our meetup page at BitcoinPark.co and check the show notes for this episode for a link to the Bitcoin Park Discord server that you can stay connected with us. Until next time.